morning. This is Lynn Knudsen. Welcome to Episode 5 of Getting to Know You, a podcast about the Treehouse community. I have lived in this beautiful community for 17 years now, and I'm convinced more than ever that this community should be a model for all the world to see. In case you didn't know about it, I'll give you a brief overview. The amazing Judy Cockerton, our founder, adopted a child many years ago from the foster system and recognized the enormous need for a community to provide the comfort and security that families who take children from the foster system to foster and adopt them. So she sprang into action and from finding the right location, the housing organization, and many other necessary entities, she actually created a village which she named Treehouse. You can Google Treehouse Foundation East Hampton to view it in all of its glory. Now to the purpose of this podcast. A village is made up of its members, the heart and soul of the village. So I am here to report to you the heart and soul of Treehouse. Good morning, Carrie. It's such a pleasure to see you here and to, to interview you. This is Carrie Homestead, who is now the director of training at Treehouse. And you came here about, was it 17 years ago when I did? Yes, in 2000, at the end of 2005 is when I started, and Uh originally as the Treehouse Community Facilitator. Right, yeah. So what was your job to do then as a community resource, as a community facilitator? When we first opened the community, as you remember, there was a lot of... uh, Welcoming new Uh people, inviting new people in to consider living in this model Uh and being part of uh, this mission and innovation and way of living. And so as I think back on that time, community development, uh, just sort of learning Learning to walk and talk together. <laughs> yeah, it's a big job. Um, and orienting people to community living, uh-huh. um, and also learning together about what that means. Yeah, uh, right. Because it was a whole new concept, this intergenerational thing, and the foster children. That was such a new thing. But before we go into that, I would just like to start at the beginning with you, because uh, uh, first of all, I'm calling my uh, podcast "Getting to Know You." So I want to get to know you, right? I feel that in 17 years, I know you, and yet I didn't really know everything about you. And I want to know something. I want to know something about your background, because what made you the person you are and and how you developed. So let's start at the beginning when you were a child. What was your family like? Uh, Well, my family traveled quite a bit. um, And uh, as a result, we lived in different countries and different places. What countries? um, Well, we lived in... uh, Ireland, Luxembourg, wow. uh, the Caribbean, oh. um, and a lot in Canada. My yeah. mom was actually born in Canada, so oh. that was nice oh, that we had that yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that experience of somewhat being the outsider and also uh, engaging and learning from different cultures yeah. um, has definitely influenced who I am. And mm-hmm. it's also influenced... Uh, 
my family's culture um, and what the food that we ate. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yes. uh, because my mom learned when yeah. when she lived in France after oh, the war yeah. uh, about a whole new yeah, well, approach yeah. to everything. And so, so along the way, I think we've absorbed things from other cultures um, that have become part of our life and our values. And I think the perspective on... It's definitely influenced the perspective on the world and who I see, how I see myself as an American and mm-hmm. how I see America. Oh, yes, <laughs> right. That so. does give you a very different perspective. Yeah. Yes, that's very interesting. Uh, uh, what did you find about um, how people from other countries thought of Americans? Did you um, must have heard a lot from the French and, and the other countries? Well, yes. Uh, I So when I learned about the concepts, for example, because um, uh, it's not just one thing, uh, uh, of the ugly American, I get that. Yeah. I get that. You know, the arrogance of a young country. Right. Because when you're in a country that has much more history yeah. um, and just everywhere you look in terms of architecture compared to, to us, we're, we're a young country yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in the United States. Um uh, just, just the 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 worldview difference and the lack of uh, uh, a greater steeped in history, I yeah. think, mm-hmm. uh, and just different languages and how people express themselves. Yeah. For example, uh-huh. um, I may have lost the thread of your question, but uh, oh yes, how yeah. we see Americans. Yeah. Also, uh, just a, a lot of uh, you know positive uh, relationships. Uh-huh. So there were positive things that people felt about Americans as well. I mean, it wasn't just all the ugly American, but there no, were also positive. No, all of the yeah. above, and I think it all comes down to who you are in relation to others yeah. and how you relate to people. Right. And, you so know. you traveled because of your father's work? Yeah, my yeah. father was in the State Department. He I was see. Uh, uh-huh. a, uh, sort of came in through a uh-huh. sort of back door. Oh, yeah. uh, so as, he really represented the, uh, uh, the United States to the world. Yes, right? yes, yeah. yes. That must have been very interesting. Did you have siblings? I had two older brothers. They're uh-huh. Seven and eight years older, so uh-huh. so we were uh, yeah a little off they by. they were <laughs> yeah they were around to some degree and uh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, so yes yeah. I do I do do you think that the traveling around the world affected your brothers the same way as it affected you uh, I think it definitely affected them uh, I remember my older brother coming back to uh, live in Washington D.C. which was always our sort of touch stone in the United States uh, to go to, you know, go to high school and, you know, wearing shorts like they might have in, in France yeah. and, uh, yeah. and definitely <laughs> being seen as kind of a different kind of kid. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, so definitely there. And I think traveling and moving a lot yeah. can affect you, too, because you don't settle your roots in yeah, the same way. Right, that's you know, true. You yeah. meet a lot of people, you have a lot of relationships, yeah. um, some of which are uh, lifelong, of course. But yeah, um, yeah so I think uh, each, each different. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you, uh, so you traveled a lot as a youngster and your family had, had taught you in a way to live internationally and accept yeah. different kinds of cultures. Uh, but your father was worked for the State Department, so that was a little uh, that was a very American view of the world, I guess. But it must have been wonderful for for you and your brothers. So, how did you meet your husband? Well, I ended up um, 
uh, when my father retired from um, the State Department, and he went into um, what he what was kind of a whole new um, experience for him uh, in in private business, uh, and he had not come from uh, he had come from a not a wealthy family. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's yeah. just put it that way. Um, at all, um, and, and very different backgrounds. So for him, it was uh, it was a big step forward. But um, um, I ended up going to school in New England at Smith College. Oh, and so uh, and I was an art student. Oh, I was, really? I lived off campus a fair amount. Oh, and um, so I ended up meeting my husband at a food co-op he had started. Oh. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. 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 So. And sort of the rest is history in a way. And, uh-huh. uh, oh, so you were an art student. I didn't <laughs> know that. That's very interesting. And that hasn't come out. I'd love to see your artwork. Maybe sometime you can show some of your artwork at, at, at Treehouse. That would be great. Um, and then you and your husband had children, right? That's right. We yeah. have three, so your... three children. Uh-huh. And... Um, uh, I am. I was just thinking this week how proud I am of my children. Just uh, yeah. nice to meet your son here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they are, um, yeah, they're all wonderful people, and they are currently all living fairly close to us. Oh, so, that's wonderful. So we're very blessed with that. Too. Oh, that is a wonderful thing. I wish my son lived much closer. Yeah, that that is a good thing. So okay, so that brings us up to date. Now, how did you find out about Treehouse, and and what was it that made you feel like being part of it? Um, for uh, when I started my work life, um, after being in school and university, I uh, got involved in community-based uh, social services, mm-hmm. working for an organization that was <clears throat> really innovative at the time because it was um, started by women and it was to serve young young women who were in the system, often uh-huh. in the juvenile justice system, and, and which was just not at all attuned to the needs mm-hmm. and issues young women were bringing. Yeah. Um, and so that was my first, first step in, but uh, over time, four decades in, in yeah. sort of the, the private nonprofit world. Right. And, um, and a lot of social policy changed over that time. And uh, latterly, um, with uh, things like welfare reform, Mm -hmm. which was um, uh, uh, perhaps a conservative effort, Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, it was seen as a strategic effort to to make uh, the investment um, of welfare more effective, Mm -hmm. better outcomes, and so on. Uh, so on the ground, what I saw from my perspective, working with families and um, children um, at that time, is that uh, there was a lot of penalty um, and um, social engineering that really w- was counter to the positive incomes we'd yeah. like to see. For example, uh, sort of women, moms needed to work. Therefore, it was harder for them to go to college. Sure. Therefore, right, it was, right. and it was harder for them to get childcare as right. a result of different policies. Yeah. And so, the the steps forward that yeah. that were being made were were just not able to be sustained. Mm-hmm. I also was involved in uh, programming for young parents, uh-huh. uh, teen parents, mm-hmm. um, and um, 
there was a point in time where when parents were deemed to be in an unsafe situation, right, which many were by virtue of poverty or whatever yeah, it was, right. um, yeah. um, they were having have to move to go to a program maybe across the state, yeah. which, which was a terrible. Just yeah. felt a little uprooting. The sure. effort was to ensure that they had housing and education, yeah. all those things. But right. it, it just felt um, it felt contradictory to so mm. to where I had started, in, right. in fact, yeah. in terms of community-based. So, right. so um, I had an opportunity to get involved in a research project at, mm. at the Smith School for Social Work, which was really wonderful, mm -hmm. looking at... Um, Family Resource Centers operated uh -huh. by Casey Family Services, uh -huh. which was very neighborhood-based, comprehensive. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, that was inspiring. And then I met Judy. Ah, how did you meet Judy? Well, I think in her wonderful uh, research, uh, as are paving the way for the first mm -hmm. treehouse community to be established mm -hmm. in Western Massachusetts, she... Um, she got a list of names. You, who who should you oh, talk to, and she, who would be good to meet? So. She is so good at that. Yes, she knows how to find the right people to do the right things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I remember meeting her in Haymarket basement, yeah. and um, uh, yeah, and we really clicked, and it was perfect timing for me because uh -huh. my project had ended, uh -huh. and uh -huh. um, uh -huh. I was looking for the next thing. And this was outside of the system. This is about communities. This is yeah. very different. This she is had heard about the work part. that you were doing, though, I guess. That's yeah, she, she, had heard about, yeah, yeah. she had heard about me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you had already developed a, a reputation that was worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's very complimentary. I hope so. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you you got her attention, and so then you came. To, then so so then she invited you to come and be the the facilitator. Right. To, right. So, yes. And you did such a great job of it. Really, <laughs> setting up that that program from the very beginning for a brand new organization. Yeah. So tell me about your. Uh, experience more with Treehouse. What 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 do you feel has happened in Treehouse over the years? Do you see it developing, and or how did you see it developing? In what ways? Uh, well, I've seen. I think we've both seen tremendous development because yeah. again, we started out uh, as all a hundred plus strangers who didn't know each other. Yeah, um, and um, over time, we've moved through different stages. I often think of it as childhood development you know we started out uh, sort of right, as a right. baby toddler <laughs> yeah. now we're well into our teens yeah. and uh, we are um, we have a much better sense of the world and ourselves yeah um, so I think some of the things that stand out for me are um, that we as people we really long for community and connection yeah and yet our culture is not really set up to right. mm -hmm. um, to give people that experience right. as, as yeah. perhaps it once was so um, so I remember early on treehouse was dubbed a an idea that is so old-fashioned that it's brand new. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and I think yes. that rings true. I think Ted Koppel said that one. Yeah, point. yeah that's good. Um, yeah, but that, yeah it, it is good. And I think we uh, we learned a lot uh, about um, taking our longing or our ideal version, uh, idealized versions right. of what we think we want this community to be to, to really – looking around and getting to know each other yeah. and then and then making it happen together so yeah. sort of loosening up our own ideas yeah. and uh, learning from each other and uh, creating together um, uh -huh. 
And so I think over time, um, and I think there's, you know, obviously when you start something new, there's there's early bumps in the road yeah, because you're yeah. learning. Sure. This is yeah. this is a new, new model. Oh, the whole concept, you know, of working with the foster children of, and and adopting them mm-hmm. uh, sometimes and dealing with those that yeah. were not able to be adopted, that was another thing. So there were some problems along the way, but the way we dealt with them was was so superb. Yeah, know? and I think that's that's a um, a sort of beautiful way to say it that we um uh, I love about Treehouse. We're we're not this idealized place yeah. where everything's perfect. We deal with, but we, what's perfect is we deal with things when they come yes, up. Right, and yeah. that's part of real life. It's part of when you're supporting a child who's experienced foster care. Mm-hmm. Uh, things come up um, right. over time, and um, and often uh, unexpectedly. And it's it's really how you. Uh, can embrace that, how you can try and work proactively together as a community, how you can build understanding instead of kind of reactivity and stigmatizing, um, and also change things like language. Yeah, I know you've been um, uh, a real advocate for that, but at, uh, for example, at Treehouse, we don't talk about those foster, you know, those foster kids or kids who are treehouse kids, they're all just kids and they're our kids. I think also the one thing that's very important to me is is the balance, the balance of the expertise on the staff's part of knowing what to do in situations and also allowing the, all all the people who live there to have, uh, to, to buy into it, to, to uh, participate fully so that people feel that they can participate if if they're seniors or if they're parents or or even the children. We bring the children in, into the activities so that really is intergenerational. Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, the intergenerational part, I think, yeah. is a really important thing to call out, Lynn. And um, uh, I think we need more of that. As you know, we're so uh, – we segregate easily in our culture yeah. just yeah. in terms of everything from housing to right. – um, yeah, just different living situations, right. um, and yeah. even you know schooling is kind of like that. But um, yeah, yeah, I think at Treehouse the opportunity to create intergenerational connections and mm-hmm. uh, engagement is very powerful. Yeah. It happens all the time, um, and uh, the um, c- c- creating a trauma-informed community mm-hmm. um, involves us learning um, a lot as we go. And you had there's something at the beginning <laughs> I need you to bring back to yeah. remind me yeah. that I didn't address, but oh, I don't remember <laughs> it anymore. <laughs> well, tell me, how do you think that living here at uh, no, we're not living here, but I mean working uh, in treehouse has changed you? Has it has it changed your perspective? I mean, you lived in many different cultures, and each one gave you a little bit of yeah. a difference in, the, in your perspective. Do you feel that it changes your perspective in life to live a tree to to work? I mean, a treehouse. Yeah. Well, it is. Is a big part of my life, so yeah. it's um, yeah. and uh, uh, yes, and your question is very well taken because I think it uh, absolutely has. Um, and one thing I have observed, sort of getting back to your question about just the, the stages that we've gone through, is um, uh, that a clear and consistent trajectory of growth I see is that we get deeper. Mm-hmm. And deeper and deeper, mm-hmm. and when you, uh, in in relationship mm-hmm. and understanding each other and yeah. seeing sort of the uh, how um, 
the power of what can happen when people help each other mm -hmm. and see how people can help each other as we are aging in community mm -hmm. and how we can help families, um, you know, places where we can't help, but just how we are all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and going through thick and thin, I think it's exceedingly powerful and yeah. very, very important. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. And, uh, and I have... Uh, I've heard um, other uh, older adults just say, I've become a better person here. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, um, I feel cherished here. Yeah. Um, you know, I have grown here. Or um, I've discovered, I think we talked about yeah. a, a very dear and common friend who just really uh, was able to step into a concept of big love. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and that was... Um, that was that is and was very powerful. Right. Yeah. It and was. it's really a statement of personal evolution, but also right. within right. community and seeing, uh -huh. uh, just right. seeing the, the true dimensions right. of this. That's true. Right. Yeah. She did grow into big love. Yes. So that was very important. So I hear some very exciting news about the future of Treehouse, uh -huh. which is you're something that is your specialty yes. now. I think and very exciting. Tell us about that. Well, I am excited about that. And uh, uh, so our treehouse model and all our learnings are going to be uh, poured in in a couple of ways. One, as, as you've probably been involved with uh, already, people approach us and say, I love this idea. Yeah. I really want to create something. Can, I, can, can we come and right. learn from yeah. you? So we have visitors coming a lot yeah. from abroad as well as uh, the U.S. Right. Mm -hmm. to learn from us, and, and we are all teachers in that regard. And very concretely, in Massachusetts, um, we're going to be replicating in Boston, and that's mm -hmm. very exciting. Yes. We're going to be bringing yeah. our treehouse community model there, mm -hmm. and in a very different setting, mm -hmm. very urban and um, that's really exciting that we'll be able to take our learnings and also grow. What is that place that is it's supposed to be next to a garden? Oh, oh it's, uh, we're, we're going to be in Mattapan, uh -huh. and uh, we will be very uh, close, sort of out, yeah. out the back door, close right. to the Boston Nature Center. Oh, that's it, the so, Boston Nature um, Center. Right. that is um, just wonderful in terms of thinking about oh, programming. Yeah. And uh, just access to some yeah. outdoors uh -huh. yeah. um, and opportunities for people to yeah, oh, so, do so all kinds of things. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. And I know there is a an event there this weekend to oh, uh -huh. to to um, share the treehouse concept with. Oh, really? Um, oh, with people, wow. which um, I, I think went very well. Oh, that's wonderful! But they don't have any buildings built. No, there. no, no, no. We're we're in the right now. We're in the planning process. Mm -hmm. um, building, as you know, takes takes a while to, yeah. in, in part to get all the approvals and a, an important part of our model is uh, having affordable housing incorporated right. uh, that's a very important um, yeah. need mm -hmm. for older adults as well as for families mm -hmm. and what's exciting about the Treehouse Boston model is that we will be also um, involving um, and integrating young people who are transition age youth. Oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah. And we are right. going, so yeah. there will be um, eight studio apartments for them. Oh, very good. Within yeah. the community. That's and excellent, yeah. It's very exciting, yeah. and yeah. we will be working to pr 
ensure that those young people, sort of mm-hmm. 18 to 22 plus, mm-hmm. will have um, permanency and lifelong connections before yeah. they oh, that's leave. Wonderful. So we don't yeah. want anyone yeah. sort of aging out. That's wonderful because even our youngsters who've been here have to leave and move away, but they still stay in touch uh, with with Treehouse people, and they feel this is their forever. I've heard everybody from elderly people to children say this is their forever home. It's very powerful, and it's really important to have that sense of connection. yeah, I was just uh, texting to a with yeah. someone who was part of the community for a long time, a young person, is now a young adult. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just important to keep that right. connection going. Yeah. So well, how do you see your own future? What, what do you think you'll be doing in the, in the future in connection with Treehouse? <laughs> well, I see in my role is to um, two things. One is to help um, prepare and set the, the stage for um, Treehouse Boston and to, to support that process. So mm-hmm. I would really like to see that take off and bring all our learning and um, you know ensure that we are uh, promoting a very diverse, inclusive community yeah. there in a mm-hmm. very different setting. And um, so there are a lot of things that you've learned about community over this past 17 years, and they're all going to go. All those new ideas are gonna, or old ideas are going to all go into the new community. Yeah, uh, that that's right. Uh, that's yeah. right because we want to yeah play it forward, and then we're going to learn a whole bunch of new things right. there, right? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, and we do talk about ourselves. I think it's very apt. Um, that we're a learning community because we're yeah. always learning. Nothing right. ever stays the same, right. as you know. What you're well, about. I love the fact that anybody who wants to can come in and say, I think we should have a music group. I think we should have a book club. And all of a sudden, we've got a music group, we've got a book club, and we've got all the things that people want to do. They just do it, and it's there, and it's and it's and it's helped by the by the people, the staff people help us to do these things, but still allow us to do them, which is yes. very important. Yes, because. The typical uh, elder uh, situation, you know, when pe- uh, older people go someplace, everything is given to them. Everything is decided for them, and they give them various things, but they're not allowed to still be themselves and to do the things that they do best. But I think that all of the older people in in our community are able to do the things that they do best, which is the best of everybody. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Well, uh, Lynn, that's such a, a, a very key key point, and I'm so glad you brought it up because it is, um, you know, Treehouse is a partnership. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and yes, we have staff who support and help facilitate mm-hmm. and, and also can hone in on um, particular family and child issues that uh, can benefit from, you know, some uh, professional perspective and expertise, but it's all in partnership, and mm-hmm. and what happens at Treehouse really depends on what people are interested in right. or want to offer, That's right. or um, or how they step up to try something new. Mm-hmm. And in in Boston, we're going to see what people there, right? Yeah, you know, the initial group uh, are interested in what their needs are. How can we be proactive and yeah. anticipate uh, issues before they become problematic, so yeah. that. Stability is there for everyone, particularly we want children to be stable and not be bouncing. We want, you know, adoptions to be able to, um, well, we want children to um, just find what we call permanency. Mm -hmm. So um, if that means ultimately a particular child, their journey may change to go back to their birth family. 
That's yeah. great. We want to support that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if a child can't, we hope it's it's adoption or maybe it's kinship because we yeah. have grandparents raising grandchildren, for example. That's right. Yeah. And right. that's important as well. So it's a broad spectrum. Um, right. And it's allowing people to make their own decisions. Yes. And and uh, and be supported in their decisions. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think that's very important. Yeah. And we should is. all be. Yeah. Uh, so we're ideally sharing community living experience with the world, which we hope that everyone yeah. could have yeah. where they are. So how when when will that be ready? The new one in Boston. Well, depending on how the approval goes, I think at the uh, sort of end of 2024 we could mm-hmm. start to see, you know, shovels in the ground. But we'll uh, we'll when we get some um, yeah. um, okay's. Unfortunately, housing is um, let's say bureaucratic. Yeah. <laughs> but to get all our our ducks lined up. Yeah. <clears throat> and and get approvals among yeah. different projects that are being yeah, selected. We hope ours is selected. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so it just takes time, but we'll be. Yeah. we'll definitely. Ours be probably will know. be selected because I think all of our our proofs are so wonderful. All our statistics, the number yes. of children yes. that graduate from high school and go on to college, and nobody goes That's to right. prison. So That's I mean, right. we've got pretty pretty good statistics yes. to prove ourselves. Yes, yeah. I do. I think we have good statistical outcomes, and also. Um, I always lean into just the everyday outcomes of, you know, how are people doing? Yeah. How are they feeling? Are they, you know, growing and feeling yeah. <clears throat> enriched or whatever it is? But, yeah, um, yeah the, the, the knit of relationships yeah. um, over time, I think, is a yeah. very powerful outcome, yeah. too. It's working very well. Yeah. So I, I think as a last thing, I just want to ask you if you have any comments that you would like to bring up of anything that I didn't think of that, that might be something on your mind about about Treehouse or about your own life here or what? <laughs> well, I, I love your questions and your interviewing. <laughs> it's, it's really, really lovely. It's, it's a real treat to have these conversations. And I think I know I will think of things later. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, I'm sure. <laughs> but I do... Uh, uh, you know, I think the passion that people bring to, to Treehouse and um, the investment in our kids mm-hmm. and uh, all of them is it's just very powerful. And I think we are a good model for the world. Yeah, right. know, that's been a phrase you've you've been very invested in that we can be a model for the world. Yeah, and. Um, you know, I think we are, and I'm just very proud of that. And it's just very grounded in reality. Yes. You know, we deal with the things that are coming right, up. Right. And um, and we move through them, and we keep going. <laughs> right. So, um, so I think that's all very powerful. So we have a program that works, and that's a pretty good thing in this day and age. There are so many tragedies yeah. in the world, and we've got the one nice little thing that we can say, well, we're giving something positive yeah. to the world. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. And it's a team effort. And uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so now your job, though, has changed, and mm-hmm. now you're the trainer, the director of training. Yeah. And I just want to ask you as a last question, what what do you do as a trainer? Well, who are you training? Well, um, uh Yes, not such a literal title, perhaps, an interpretation, but um, I think, um, so concretely working on a a treehouse toolkit Mm -hmm. um, to to be something uh, sort of concrete that we can Uh be um, um, supporting our sort of teaching about the model and our learning with others um, who are interested in pursuing this and learning from us. So working on that aspect, which is more in, in the written 
and I'll have to maybe circle back to you on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think uh, working with the our, our new housing partner in Boston uh-huh. and our new child welfare partner in oh, Boston right. yeah. to anticipate and start to plan and lay the groundwork. Right. Yeah. Um, so carrying all that forward. And I also work within Treehouse and get mm-hmm. to see people uh, uh, yeah. with the Heroes program and so on. Right. So, um, yeah, all those things. And I think as Boston continues to develop um, um, in terms of uh, the momentum yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> in planning, I'll be uh, more and more involved there. Yeah, that's terrific. Well, so you have had 17 years from coming in originally to start a new community, and now you come all these years and developed to, to create this wonderful community that can use, be used as a model for the world, and now you're going out to start a new one with, with all that knowledge that's wonderful. <laughs> that is so terrific. Well, well, and it's in no uh, small part thanks to you and people like you mm-hmm. who have stepped up to the plate, who really exemplify. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I am very grateful to you. Well, well, we are very all very <laughs> grateful to you, Carrie Homestead. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for coming. It was such a pleasure. <laughs> oh, a great pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. To find out more about our intergenerational community, just go to treehousefoundation.net.